a woman and there's like all these clouds that she has like I feel like that's my life like and then I'm holding like two children and like I have my computer and all <laughs> join us on an empowering journey as we dive into every facet of a woman's confidence from relationships both personal and professional to employment education, and entrepreneurship. We will navigate the inspiring pathways of growth. Together, we'll unlock the secret to cultivating a positive mindset through diverse experiences of other women's stories and teachings. Let's not forget divorce and marriage. There is no topic that is taboo here. Get ready to embrace your inner strength and become uninterrupted so you can unleash your true potential. Every Monday, we release a new episode right here. So before we jump into this week's episode, don't forget to hit that subscribe or follow button so you don't miss out on the latest episode. And we would love it. If you could share in the comments a key takeaway or something you are going to put into action right away. Let's dive in. Thank you so much for allowing me to come on to your podcast. I am Syra, um, Calvin Youth Worker, a mom, um, a sister, a wife, a friend, your friend <laughs> for like forever. <laughs> and, um, and recently I have been, um, I got my registered social worker certification. So um, I'm now a registered social worker. Yay. <laughs> and... And I went to something that we celebrated last year. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I'm an author. <laughs> yes. yes, I wrote Dear Dignia. I have it right here. Yes, I wrote a book um, on my second mat leave. No biggie. <laughs> <laughs> no. Simple stuff. Simple stuff. Simple stuff. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, that's all the hats that I wear. <laughs> yes. See the reason why we're friends? Because we rarely wear too many hats <laughs> too many hats but it's okay yeah. it's good to have a lot of hats right it is it is it is yes yes awesome i'm so excited to have you on yeah but as you know we always start with what's interrupting your life so what are you currently working on what interruptions are you currently working on in your in your life uh, too many. Um, so I recently, um, so I had a baby in October of 2021. And um, that was like a huge journey in itself, because I, like, I, I had come on, um, like, remember when you did the like red table talk version of like Big Girl Interrupted, I shared my infertility journey and that struggle. Um, and so to create my small human, it was such like, it was like a five-year journey. And, um, and so I went on mat leave. I was on leave for 18 months with him. And I have like, today I just finished my second week back at work. And that's been a bit of a struggle mm-hmm. of, um, of going back to work, leaving him have like this, 
insane sense of like mom guilt mm -hmm. um, and just like being like feeling like I'm abandoning my child um so yeah like I'm just I think that's like what I'm struggling with the most right now mm -hmm. is like my mommy guilt mm -hmm. yeah. yeah that's hard yeah no yeah. it's a lot it's hard and like it's so difficult to like just like unpack that because so much is involved in that as women um mm -hmm. like i experienced this with my son my first son right he was but remember i went back to school during my first mat leave like i i did my master's so i left nakai when he was like seven months old mm -hmm. and i remember like crying on my driving to campus crying in class <laughs> leaking pumping like <laughs> like it was this whole thing um but like my mom guilt like I, I i i experienced mom guilt or way earlier than i did with nakai versus nilin whereas with nilin like i just wanted to enjoy motherhood mm and not do anything. Like I always said, oh, I'm going to do my PhD on my second mat leave, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, which I told you you're crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I was like, no, you know what? Like time is so precious. Mm -hmm. And time is so, like, it's so, it's not like we, we, people think we have so much time, but we really don't. We don't no. have so much time. And so I don't want to take time away from my children when they're this small, because they're only going to be this small one time. Like yeah. one time they're only going to be a toddler. One time they're only going to be a child, but then they're going to be big grown adults for like a long time. A long time. <laughs> you know, I only get, I, I only get a baby, a newborn baby, toddler, child, teenager, and then big grown man. Yeah. <laughs> And I have to deal with big grown man for a long time. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, too big grown man. Okay. Yeah. I want to include my husband. So, <laughs> I want to really savor the moments of like the stages mm -hmm. of life with these two boys because like they're literally my heartbeats. Mm -hmm. Um so so yeah, I'm struggling with that, that mommy guilt. <laughs> mm. Yeah. And that's hard. That's hard. That's so hard. Yeah. It's so and like there's so many things that like I want to do. Like I want to write Dear Divya too. But then like to, to sacrifice like a Saturday to go write versus spending a Saturday with my kids. Right. Um like la like this past weekend, it was my first week at work. I was so emotional. I was constantly crying. And we had plans Saturday. Like we had double, two plans on Saturday, one plan on Sunday. Uh -huh. I canceled all the plans. Saturday morning, I hid from my family and I cried because I was so like overwhelmed with emotion that like, you know, like Neil was great. Like he, he picked up, like he cooked last week. He was cleaning. He was doing things. I was exhausted because I had to go, I had to go to campus Oh, okay. Um, and just like with this whole transitioning, it was tons of meetings. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, you know, like I was really taking in the fact that like I was spending my entire day, like my entire day with my baby. And now I'm only getting 
like three two hours in the morning yeah. and three hours in the evening like five hours with my baby now like yeah. that's like a huge yeah. transition it is a big me. transition and him like he he like he's with my mom and my mother like I have a really good village right love my village and so he's with my mom and my mother-in-law and Neil's auntie so I know He's getting so much love and hug up and love up from these old ladies <laughs> that he would be getting from me. But right. I'm not getting no love up and hug up from no institution. <laughs> I'm getting work and work and work. They're paying you. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm getting money that's, to survive. Yeah, that's, that's your hug up. <laughs> this high inflation life that we live. Yeah. But um, but yeah. So it's just it's just been a struggle. That's my struggle. Mm. Now with that struggle and those struggles, because as you said, there are a lot of them. What are some of the limiting beliefs that you experience? So like I've had like I've had I've been talking to myself a lot. Like I mm-hmm. I spend I've been taking my showers alone. Usually Nilin comes with me to be. Cause like I had no no privacy, <laughs> um, or like we just have like full on family meetings while mommy's baiting because right. everyone wants to come in the washroom and disturb my me time. <laughs> and so, um, but like the like I've been really, I've been struggling because like I've been telling my like I can't do this like mm-hmm. you know like you can't do you can't like. I've I've been struggling with the word can't Mm -hmm. and um and for me like that's that's hard because you know I'm a very like positive very like I'm a doer yeah like if I if I set my mind to something I'm going to do it Mm -hmm. um and so I struggle with the word can't because I don't know like I'm struggling to find my balance my balance Mm -hmm. of um you know, like being a mom, my balance of being a wife, you know, doing date nights. Like Neil and I, we haven't gone on, like our first date was like a couple months ago. That was our first date since 2019. Wow. That we had. And even still, like the whole time we were like, oh, we should go back early. Like we should check out the kids. Like, <laughs> the old people. <laughs> it's literally like, we're like, oh, we missed. Like we spent, like, we, I was like, okay, we need to just like focus on work. And like, let's talk about, let's talk about different things. Let's talk about work. Let's talk about like my future, like it, entering this new role. Um, Let's talk about Dear Divya too. Let's talk about different things. So anyhow, but. That's good that I, you were able to flip the conversation. Yeah. 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 That was, that was difficult for us. Cause we were both like, like, it was so like we put our phones away, but like we we're itching to like go look at pictures and videos of the boys. <laughs> Cause like it, we just didn't know what to do with our hands. Yeah. Yeah. Because whenever we're at a restaurant, there's one is with him, one is with me, or we're trading, or I'm feeding this one, he ended up feeding that one. So it's like, and he's feeding me. So it's like a mix up of like, you know, I just didn't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> but but yeah, like I, I'm struggling with the word can't, can't, um, mm-hmm. because it's like, I don't know how I can, um, be present for everyone who needs me. Like I watched my mom mother me. Mm-hmm. She never had friends. 
like she like dedicated her like you know old Guyanese lady she dedicated her life to her family cooking cleaning going to Zellers on Fridays was her highlight <laughs> going to the grocery store without me was a was a ting um but like I like my mom never had girls nights my mom never had um like a social life and I'm struggling with the fact that like that social life concept because like a part of me is like yeah I want that I want like mm -hmm. I like I miss that mm -hmm. but then a part of me is like but I just want to be home with my children yeah like, yeah and like I don't like I don't like I love my friends mm -hmm. I wish sometimes I wish they were at the life stage that I was at because I have really close friends who are who are single who are dating who are in serious relationships but no one like i i have my mom community right like as like i wish there there was just like more like um more understanding of like i can't do girls nights every month like i can't mm -hmm. and like girl girls nights are hard because like my small pick me while wake up at 5 a.m and oh <laughs> Gosh, like the child, I'm like, you. I train the next one. The next one loves to sleep in. Okay, <laughs> the small one for dead. He don't want to sleep in. Oh, because he wants his mommy. I, I give him all the boobies. I'm like, take my boobies. I'll be lying down sleeping, and he'll drink his boobies, and then he'll start pulling my hair to and slapping me to wake up. And I'm like, oh. yeah, take your child. You guys are early risers. I will go and lie down with my firstborn. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> yeah. So uh, that, I feel. I feel like yeah, my limiting beliefs that like I can't, but I know I can. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that's that's been my struggle. I know. And those are the can't and can. And um, that's, a, that's a hard thing. I struggle with it too. Um, I've been working with like a life coach and she's told me to swipe out like balance. So I no longer use balance in my vocabulary. Oh, really? Yeah. Cause as like, I keep like, we did this project together where I had to research balance and what does it actually mean? And what does it mean to me? And it doesn't fit in my life. That's the reality. It doesn't fit in, in for me. And so that's why I continue to struggle with the word can't. But now I've replaced the word can't with um, just not right now. Right oh. now is not, yeah. My whole Mother's Day speech on Sunday is about balance. My speech is struggling with it because everybody says that you need balance you need to have balance you need to have balance and I'm like but I, I can't like my lifestyle and like like you we wear so many different hats yeah. and I want to be wearing those so many it's not like I'm choosing not like I, I don't like the hats I wear I love I the love hats. my hats I right? love my hats you know one's a pink flamingo you yes know? <laughs> <laughs> so, I think yeah. I would know like I do I do mention that like sometimes balance doesn't work out okay picture this your logo beautifully embolized on high quality t-shirts hoodies banners business cards and more customers are flocking to your doors does this sound like something you're missing out on then look no further t-commerce is your go-to for promotional print products whether you're a business owner event organizer or simply looking to create unique merchandise. 
T-Commerce has got you covered. Worried about large quantities? T-Commerce has no minimum order requirement on most products. Whether you have a dozen or thousands, they'll deliver with unbeatable efficiency. And here's the best part. T-Commerce offers fast and reliable shipping, ensuring that your custom merchandise arrives right on time every time. So why wait? Visit tcommerce.ca today and discover the endless possibilities from promoting your business, event, or organization. Don't settle for ordinary. Make your brand extraordinary with T-Commerce. T-Commerce, you think it, we print it. For us, and I think that's okay. Mm. I think it's okay to just be okay with things not working out. Yes, yes. And um, <clears throat> you mentioned that. But because like, I feel like for me, like, it's about like, yeah, like, how do I like ballot? Like, I, like, in my in my mind, you know, that picture of like, a woman, and there's like, all these clouds that she has, like, mm -hmm. I feel like that's my life. Like, and then I'm holding like two children and like, I have my computer and all. <laughs> that's how I look. <laughs> that's my that's the cover of your next book. Oh, gosh, no, no, the cover of my next book. Um, it's gonna. I, I can tell you. It's gonna be. Uh, it's gonna be dear Divya uh -huh. and two semicolons and then behind Dasari. Mm. And then like um, the cover, I want it to be um, like I have a vision of it being like a, you know how like you remember how I got married? Yeah. <laughs> remember my red outfit? Yes. So I want it to be like a bright red like sorry pattern oh beautiful i'm very very excited about I, I have the first chapter and the second chapter done or the first chapter and the last chapter completed from the book <laughs> but i just haven't had time to like write the meat <laughs> that's like, okay that's okay you got the beginning and the end yeah yeah and i've been like i've been totally like giving myself permission to like mm be okay with not being able to get to it like I know like I will get to it but like right. I'm transitioning back to work I'm like Nilan's gonna be transitioning to daycare in you a couple know. weeks over oh, like we're going away we're going we're having like our first real family vacation of like the four of us we're going to Panama oh wow nice and um Neil has a conference so I'm like we're all coming <laughs> we're all coming I don't care <laughs> and so I'm gonna be gone for like four like we're doing we're doing a week but like uh -huh. three days he's at the conference and four days we're gonna be staying in two parts of Panama right so it's just it's just gonna be really nice like I think that um yeah it's just the four of us I don't have to worry about connecting with no one because last year we had two weddings and right two weddings and I'm just this year will just be like a nice four of us vacation. Mm. Yeah. So with all of that, <laughs> yes, <laughs> and a bag of chips. Yeah. So how are you? What are some of the positive mindset things that you are doing currently? Um, I bigger think or little? Uh, bigger. I think I feel like I feel like I'm really like I I'm constantly telling myself how privileged I am like I am extremely extremely lucky I'm a lucky person or like privileged person because like I have a very 
hands-on husband who is so amazing with our kids and you know like he there's no we've really or both of us slash more me has really worked hard on breaking down the gender roles within our household beautiful and and so we like we really try and like share everything Mm. to role model to our sons that like there are no gender roles everyone does everything right Um, the kitchen is not just for mommy like it's for daddy too and like Mm. they see that daddy's cooking and doing dishes and like nakai will come i've started nakai has started to do dishes so yeah like um and laundry so like everything is really like shared like we garden together we Mm. um, we do household things together right um and I, I remind myself of that. Like I have him. Like I'm, you know, there there are people, there are women out there who are single mothers mm-hmm. who don't have that extra support. Um, I also I also am very privileged to have like my mom and my mother in law and my yeah. father in law, who are amazing humans and mm-hmm. that just love these kids to pieces and anytime like if I were to ever need a break I could just call any of them and be like hey um can I just drop the boys off for an hour and no problem right so, um a lot of people don't have that village of support and also like I'm I owe like I'm always talking to like the universe and like prayer Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So through my pregnancy, I really struggled a lot with like, with like the statement, like today I'm going to wake up and his heartbeat's going to stop. Like every day, Hazel, that was my first thought that wow. I would wake up and, and then I would say like, it would, it would just like be in my mind. And then I would just start praying and start talking to the universe and just asking God to just be with me. Um, and like support me through this journey of having this. Please just let this baby come to term. Please just let this baby be delivered alive, mm-hmm. because of how many losses I've experienced. And so, right. for me, like I like I pray daily, um, whether it's to Allah, the Hindu Murtis, Jesus Christ, because <laughs> you know what you choose that day. I was raised with everyone. <laughs> Almadia protects me. (laughs) I love it. So, um, like in our in our altar, I have a cross. We have our mortis, and then I have like the Islam symbol. So all everyone's there. Um, and so yeah, that I feel like the power of connecting to like energy and the universe. is is very helpful because every morning I do pray in front of the altar and I do say like thank you you know thank you for breath thank you for my body thank you for allowing me to be an able bodied individual because you know a lot of people can't do the things that I'm able to do so yeah. I'm just very I'm a very very grateful person mm-hmm. and I raise like I'm raising my sons to be that way like Nakai when we pray we pray every night and every morning and you know, I tell him, I'm like, you need to thank God for, um, for your legs, for your eyes, for yeah. your heart, because, you know, there are children in this world who may not have the opportunities that you have. So we just mm-hmm. have to always be grateful for what we have today, because mm-hmm. tomorrow is not promised. 
and you can lose something tomorrow. Tomorrow, yeah. Tomorrow, yeah. And so I think like that's like one of my biggest fears is like, you know, like mothering these, like, I just want to watch them grow up. Mm -hmm. I want to be here. I want to see them. I want to, I want, I want to be an Aji. <laughs> no, I want to be an Aji. I want to grow old with Neil, you know, I want. And so that's my way of like positive self-talk is through, mm -hmm. through talking to the universe and God. I love it. Yes. It's my, I love you, but I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I love you too. <laughs> okay, so what are some what are some life goals that you have that you want to achieve? I know that you have another book coming out, so that's one of your goals. What are some other goals that you want to achieve? Yeah, too many. Like you know me. So in 2010, uh -huh. I wrote out a I wrote out a list of things that I want to accomplish. Mm -hmm. okay? Not knowing that this list, that I would actually accomplish everything on this list. But real talk, um, I have I have lots of aspirations. Um, I don't know if the door is closed for me to um, to have another. The door is open. The door is open. Yes. Well, I will see. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I don't want to limit myself because when I had Nakai, everyone, everyone was like, oh, when the next one coming? When this one coming? Oh, don't wait too long. You're ATT. And I like I would always be like just to like get people off my back. I'm waiting until I'm doing my Ph.D. I'm waiting until I'm doing my Ph.D. Mm -hmm. So <clears throat> so like I, I put that in the universe. Right. So I'm like, was the universe waiting for me to start my PhD mm. before I could get pregnant? Mm -hmm. um, meanwhile, I'm here trying to get pregnant. Right. <laughs> so I'm like, when people say, you know, like, are you going to try for a girl? It drives me nuts. But um, my response, I no longer meet that response with anger. I meet right. it with if it's in God's plans. Right. If it's in God's plans, I will have another baby. If mm -hmm. not, then Neil and I are very, very yeah. happy to adopt a little girl. Right. Because you know I, I want to be a girl mama so bad. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so we will adopt a little girl from Guyana. Guyana is opening up their adoption borders in June for okay. international adoption. So mm -hmm. that's really exciting. Um, I want to write, I want to write a whole series of Dear Divya. So I'm, I wrote grade 10, I wanted, or grade nine. I want to write grade 10, 11, 12. And then I'm thinking about like doing spin-off books of the mm -hmm. different characters. And then mm -hmm. I'm thinking about going back and doing like a whole like babysitters club because of like, you know, the baby babysitters club series. Yeah. But that's predominantly for like white children mm -hmm. and it's mm -hmm. white stories. And so for me, I want to bring to light like the different cultures, the different narratives of like mm -hmm. young children of like from the BIPOC community. Yeah. So and like I have like all my characters, majority of my characters are BIPOC. I do mm -hmm. have some white characters in my book, which I did not realize would like resonate with white folks like that wasn't my goal <laughs> and I've had so many like white women like reach out to me saying oh my gosh like I really connected with Kristen and I'm like oh okay okay very good I'm, I'm glad that happened <laughs> <laughs> 
mission accomplished. Yes, very good. <laughs> but um, yeah, I want to do that. I I want to open up or join like um, uh, my private practice of like mm-hmm. working with like youth and families around like mental health in the Caribbean community. That's mm-hmm. one of my goals, like creating awareness about mental health. Also, like communication, like under like how to communicate understanding how to communicate because that's like a huge barrier in our community yeah um the ting and ting and ting <laughs> yes <laughs> you're supposed to know the ting oh, Lord. yes like, well, I, you, i'm so bad for i'll be like nakai go get me the ting from upstairs <laughs> see <laughs> what <laughs> the thing beside on the ironing board open your eyeballs and just look for <laughs> oh my God. because now this child has so much mouth for me he's like he'll be uh, like i'll be looking for something if i uh-huh. my phone he's like mommy just open your eyeballs um and then, yeah yesterday we were having a discussion and i was asking him to move he's like my body my choice i'm making the choice to stay here and i'm like Uh, i'm like all right very good glad you're using your voice i can appreciate it but right now mommy's asking you to move (laughs) that's good because that teaches you to word it in a different way right to pause to think about what you want to say how you want to talk yeah remember it's going to help him later on Oh yeah, no, totally. I'm so glad. I'm so glad he's so vocal. Mm-hmm. The next one is vocal in his own baby language. But, um, <laughs> yeah, so yeah, mental health, PhD. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I'd like to do my PhD in adult education. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd like to maybe, I'd like to try out teaching full-time in a child and youth care program. Right now I'm doing academic advising and student affairs and right. I'm, I'm part-time professor. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wouldn't mind... I really love curriculum development because I feel like as when you create curriculum, you really have an opportunity to make systemic change at a macro level and it trickles down to micro. Right. Working with children. Mm-hmm. I miss working with children. Um, and so I'd love to go back into the field at some point. Like a <laughs> I like maybe, you know what? Maybe when like I'm older. And like, <laughs> keep up. And like, you know, I'm just, I, I, I just miss that. Like, I miss the little ones. Like, I go to Nakai's class and I volunteer sometimes. I've read, like, I read, I went to read a book to them about carnival, and like, though, like, oh, Miss PJ, like, giving me the hugs and all the love. Like, I miss that. I don't miss, you know, getting beat up by kids and getting chairs thrown at me. Um. <laughs> I, but I do miss that, like, that impact. Mm-hmm. And I know I'm making an impact larger. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, because now I'm working with young adults and they're just, like, they're literally, they just have bigger problems. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, um, yeah, like, I, like, I would like to, you know, um, I would like to make my non-for-profit like get the charity status with the non-for-profit for me and my mom on building togetherness and really like open up like a headquarters in Guyana like I mm. I would love to open up a food bank and a clothing bank they don't have that in Guyana 
Oh, okay. Connected to like religious affiliations. Mm -hmm. So they don't just have one central one where people can just come and take, they don't, that that's non-existent. So whenever I do send stuff, like we were dropping it off at different places, but I would love to be able to like send stuff and it goes to our, our, like it goes to our location and like it's Mm -hmm. getting restocked, you know, Mm -hmm. and and can have like a sense of like a a sense of like being able to like go shopping, you know, that that sense of pride. Yeah. like you know like just like taking things yes 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 community yeah, that's together yeah. yeah so that's a goal um and yeah like I I feel like I haven't written out my plans mm-hmm. I, I finished my life coaching certificate I just haven't really like started that practice I don't know where you you, you plan on. (laughs) And then, oh, another really big dream that I have is I want to become a fertility doula. I was just going to say that, yeah. Um, Like, because, like, I really want to support women who are um, struggling to get pregnant, that before process, because Mm -hmm. a lot of women, yeah, we have friends, and yeah, we have partners, but it's still an extremely lonely process if those mm-hmm. friends say really harmful things without under like knowing and they could be genuinely just trying to su- be supportive but like sometimes being like oh you're just too stressed or just right. you know get high and have sex like that's how my friend did it like it's it's super duper harmful deeper than that and pardon I said it's deeper than that. It's not. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And people don't. If you if you do not. Ooh. If you do not. Um. If you do not go through it yourself, you do mm-hmm. not. Like I don't think people can have like a real understanding of that. So I want to become that person for people. So mm-hmm. yeah, like I'm. I've been looking at becoming a fertility in like a fertility doula. Right. And, and then working with that with my registered social work thing so I can be like covered under everyone's benefits so like right. it works out so beautiful yeah. that is like you would be booked busy and <laughs> I want to retire I want to retire so I can do all these passion projects <laughs> I'm gonna retire now I want to retire tomorrow so I can do everything that I want to do Don't, but like it's okay it will happen when it's supposed to happen yes no yes yes so um i like wrapping up okay so actually before i wrap it up i want to know how are you celebrating yourself like really celebrating yourself because like you need to celebrate yourself because you've achieved so much how are you celebrating yourself (laughs) not really (laughs) I, i haven't really done anything special for myself i mean i did book a nail appointment and a wax Mm-hmm. <laughs> on Saturday. <laughs> um, I had a hair appointment, a couple like self-care, basic self-care <laughs> yeah. Yeah. um appointments. Um is uh, me counting me counting it as celebration. Mm-hmm. Um, but like honestly, me celebrating myself is me spending time with my children. Mm-hmm. Because like being with them, like is like uh, fills my heart. They mm-hmm. they fill me they fill me up. Um, 
And so when I'm playing with them, when we're, you know, have having dance parties, soca dance parties is the flex in our house. <laughs> so I'm also playing mass this year. So, you know, I'm doing I'm, I'm doing things for myself, you know, like putting myself out, getting myself uncomfortable, being comfortable with being uncomfortable, you know, so like, you know, embracing all my stretch marks and all my sag. Yeah skin on my body and like being so body positive mm -hmm. because at the end of the day and I told all my girls because everyone was like oh we need to wear high-waisted panty and you know hide our bellies I'm like I'm wearing a panty I let in my belly hang so because <laughs> <you know what? laughs> I'm like we only have one body okay one body this is the only time our body will look like this before everything dropped down to the ground okay? <laughs> like my breasts are already dropping down to the ground from breastfeeding <laughs> so I, I told all my friends I was like no we are embracing the fupa and we're just letting the fupa go and I was like we don't everyone have a man we don't need to worry about taking no man on the road we're taking it together okay? we're going to pick up woman <laughs> oh my gosh you kill me you kill me you kill me <laughs> so I think you know th that is a huge thing for me like mm -hmm. really embracing myself loving myself loving everything about what this body has done for me and just like appreciating it because it's you only get one body you yeah have one body and I find that I've been really mean to my body that's good so that's good to flip it that's good that I, you it. I want to I want like I just want to nourish my body mm -hmm. help my body be healthy you know stop giving it food that makes it inflamed where I swell like one big sada roti so <laughs> looking like a blasted polari ball celebrating me is falling in love with myself awesome love it okay so before we wrap up what are three to four action steps that you would recommend to women listening to this podcast and watching this show on youtube to take that they can take right now to become uninterrupted i think really just like having a conversation with yourself mm -hmm. um you know like I often, the one message that I tell my students, and I say this in my speech for Mother's Day, is um, you are the most important tool in your practice. <clears throat> and as mothers, we are the most important people in our households next to our partners. Mm -hmm. And if we are not taking care of ourselves, how can we expect to take care of anyone else? Mm -hmm. And so I never took care of myself until I had all these health issues and all these things were happening. And so for me, it's like really, um, it's really 
being grateful for your body, being grateful for what this, this body has done for you. And, um, having that conversation with yourself, taking control of your, of your mindset, you every day you have a choice. And you have the choice and the ability to wake up with, with the mindset of I can do this mm -hmm. today's gonna be a good day. You have that choice. And so every morning, you wake up with that and make that choice to have a good day. And even if you're not, like, you may have, like, a big list of to-do things, start small. Like, yeah. you, if you say, for example, you want to work on your resume, at least open your computer up. That's mm -hmm. one task. Oh, gosh, Nakai, move. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, he's coming to show me his Mother's Day surprise. Aww. Yeah, he's, like, sang me a whole Mother's Day song yesterday. Very sweet. Um. But yeah, like I think it starts with you and it starts mm -hmm. with you as a woman, a mother, a caregiver, whether you're an auntie, a daughter. So we have so many people that rely and depend on us. And mm -hmm. so we need to take care of ourselves and being like being OK and with disappointment. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. like you can't be everything to everyone all the time. Yeah. And um, and that's something that I've had to come to terms with. It's hard. And and that's okay. And mm -hmm. as long as you are being the best version of yourself every day and showing up for yourself every day, mm -hmm. that's all you can do. And the rest will fall into place. 100%. Um, what's, who's someone that inspires you? You. <laughs> <laughs> You, oh my gosh, you are one of my biggest inspirations. Oh my gosh. <laughs> because I'm working on this, Syra, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. you are. Hazel, like your journey is an inspirational journey. And you know, I'm like extremely proud of you. You're like my big sister. <laughs> <laughs> from the first day in the kitchen my big Vincy sister that I wouldn't let go <laughs> I will never forget that first day in the kitchen girl won't give me side eye like <laughs> walk me up and down like so and I'm like we're gonna be friends <laughs> I like you and you're like <laughs> I remember you're wearing your t-shirt. I'm trying to make conversation with you. You're wearing this t-shirt from um, your son's like summer camp years ago or something. That you <laughs> right, proud mama. <laughs> <laughs> but I would say you. I would say um, my friend Akisha, who I love dearly, and I've really looked up to her as a role model for like professional and also as a mommy, like a mommy mentor. Mm -hmm. um, and also like my mom and my mother-in-law mm -hmm. because those two women, those two women have literally sacrificed their entire lives for, for us. Mm -hmm. So um, I, I really, really appreciate and love them at like a whole different level of like, they like of what they've taught me. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, yeah. Oh, that's so beautiful. <laughs> okay, so what's a non-negotiable in your life? 
I was trying to figure this out and I was like, I don't know. Like I, I was going to ask like, what is a non-negotiable? <laughs> like, Something like, it, it must happen. It, it doesn't like some people will say they have to have coffee. Some people say they have to have, they have to read 30, like 30 pages before they go to bed. Like something that you have to do in order to feel full. In the, like every day? Yeah. Hmm. I feel like I need like the coffee one's really good because I like need coffee in the morning <laughs> to function. Um, but like, Okay, so I can't go a day without listening to soca music because for like soca is my happy, like soca is my happiness, you know. So I need to like if I'm working, I'll just listen to soca music, or um, or if I'm driving to pick up the boys, I listen to soca. Like it has to be a part of my day somehow. Mm -hmm. And I think I've really implemented that into Nakai's daily life routine. <laughs> Cause the bi need to listen to his soca as well. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's a Caribbean boy. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. And I know you shared it, but I like to ask at the end. So what is your go-to self-care activity or experience? Hmm. Well, I really like the, like dancing. Mm. I love dancing. So as I mentioned, like girls night night out, like we used to go dancing. We just go to like a random, you know, West Indian bar <laughs> that had a DJ. And we'd be the only ones in the middle of the dance floor with all these rum belly uncles. <laughs> but we didn't care. And if the uncle tried to come to have you, like, go back to your family, please. <laughs> oh, my God. Pick me them. Like, I'm sure your wife is looking for you. But, um, but yeah, dancing. Dancing dancing is, like, the best form of, like, self-care for me. Half time, I really do enjoy journaling. Mm. Yeah. Sometimes I'm just too tired. But in those rare moments that I do, I... I enjoy doing that. Mm, beautiful. Yeah. So people who want to connect with you, grab your book. Tell us where we can do that. All right. So I am on Instagram. Syra.badisar.johnny. Um, it's just my name. Pretty straightforward. Um, I, we do have Building Togetherness on Instagram if you want to follow that to see how you can donate clothes, hygiene products, or, um, or, or, or food. Mm -hmm. non-perishable items and then um if you're interested in daredivia it's available anywhere <laughs> basically amazon indigo chapters like super exciting um kobo all that stuff um and yeah but if you want to buy it directly from me you can um, public library yeah uh, yeah oh yeah it's on the public library yes <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's like it's everywhere so yeah connect and I'd, I'd love I love feedback I love hearing when readers have questions about the characters and like it's a completely fake story because a lot of people are like oh my gosh like is this based on your life I'm like, no like I just like literally made these people up in my head <laughs> it's kind of happened awesome well thank you Syra. Thank you, thank you, thank you. As always, I love our conversation.
Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of the No More Interruptions podcast. Yay, you made it to the end. I would love it if you could subscribe to our podcast channel and drop your key takeaways in the comments on iTunes. This will help our podcast get to number one and be seen by more women. Thank you for listening.